Big Change by Apostle Jacqueline Fedor. We all pray, your kingdom come, your will be done. But did you ever really contemplate what that would really be like? Everything would change to fit God's ways. The government, education, economy, religion, culture, in general, everything constructed through the knowledge of the tree of good and evil would be replaced. This world and its systems would be subdued. Its culture and morals, its taste and pleasure, dress, etc., would be replaced by a society formed from the precepts of God's kingdom and His nature. Unfortunately, there would be many so-called Christians that would choose to remain in the world, even though they profess to love God. Deep down, they are lawless rebels that really do not want to change. Their desire to be in control of people and the surroundings they occupy will stop them from loving God's family or being satisfied in a godly atmosphere. In God's kingdom, He is the King. His sovereignty must be understood and accepted to be a part of what is His. His ways must become our ways, and we must think or rationalize from knowledge gleaned from the tree of life, or in other words, operate through the wisdom of God. Can you see where governments and schools, the economy and culture would be so much different? A world built on God's relationship with His people and His covenant promises to them will be ever so much different from the world we have today. A world shaped by a nature of divine love, designed to be eternal and to provide abundance for all its inhabitants, seems impossible. Yet it is God's promise and His plan. Many changes are in store. God Himself has not changed from the beginning of man, however. He made them in His image, creatures of love, put them in perfect conditions, and abundantly blessed them. There was a choice then, and there is a choice now. Do we want a new world designed by God, or are we satisfied with this world shaped by God's adversary? Adam and Eve had a free will. So do we. Again, the choice was theirs. The choice is ours. Which will you choose? Let us take the area of government, for instance. Understanding God does not change. If we study the history of God's people, we will see God reserved the right to choose those He would direct the people through. Never were the people to make this decision. Adam and Eve were given dominion by God. There is no telling how God would have directed them to establish a worldwide government as time went on, had they continued in His wisdom. We do see all throughout history, those that directed the people spiritually were the ones chosen to direct them physically as well. Moses was chosen by God to lead his people, Abraham before him, Joshua, Deborah, on and on, Samuel, David. Finally, God governed through Christ, who in turn gave the apostles, prophets, evangelists and teachers as gifts to the people of God to direct them in the natural and spiritually guide them as well. They are vessels chosen by God that He can live through to restore and lead humanity back to the original perfection. If the right choices are made, will we do things our way as offered by the tree of good and evil? You will be as God, He said. Or will we allow the tree of life to give us direction through leaders chosen by Him? 
Big change, huh? In fact, it is mind-boggling to contemplate how drastically God's way, with His backing and power, could destroy the present systems. Imagine one religion, no false doctrine or lies, all God's people across the earth praising and worshiping Him in spirit and in truth. One big family, not divided into denominations, one God, so only faith in Him. This in itself would be a major change. Education would also change as well, as the knowledge of God would be the source all areas of learning would be drawn from. And what would the economy be like under a fair, just, loving king? A king that wants to bless his people, who owns all the silver and gold. A king that created us and loves his children very much and wants them to be happy and have abundant life. A king that is the Almighty, that created and controls the weather, the sun and moon, the whole universe. Certainly the crops would be good, the land fertile, the condition of our earth perfected as in the beginning under the guidance of kingdom law. No poverty or lack for the blessed of God. What a change! Speaking of earth, what kind of wonderful home would it be, fertile as mentioned? but beautiful also without decay and mold, a perfect climate without the meddling of the prince of the air and all its resources would be returned to God's family. It will take a while to clean up the mess made by the earth's present ruler and the people who follow him, but time will not be a problem as all will be eternal. Effort will be easy as there will be strong, healthy people to accomplish it. No sickness, pain, or sorrow exists in the kingdom of God. Therefore, the earth will not be polluted with man's failures, junkyards, scrap equipment, graveyards, etc. Once subdued, the landscape will be clean, fragrant, a joy to our senses. What we see, smell, taste, hear, and touch will all be good. Certainly a great big change. And you know, I was thinking, with the establishment of God's kingdom, not only will there be physical changes, but spiritual changes as well. Where today there is an evil presence ready to bring tragedy, defeat and sorrow, resulting in wars, long-term illnesses, utter hopelessness, there will in God's kingdom be peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Our personal relationship with God will intensify as the presence of the Spirit of God will permeate every area of our existence touching our spirits and souls with the love of the Father, our greater husband, our King. What a change from what most are experiencing today. I was also pondering the change of culture, kingdom establishment would bring. In an atmosphere of love, peace and joy, how could there be wars, spouse and child abuse, murder and killing? In the presence of God's Holy Spirit, would the people of God seek the pleasures they pursue now, talk and dress the way they do, or would a totally new society emerge? Loving people do not cheat doing business, backstab or use shrewd methods to succeed, nor would there be the power struggle to control. Each business would be a service to enhance the welfare of the family of God. Proceeds would not only sustain God's people, but would be invested in expanding the kingdom across the earth, restoring it to its original perfection, 
and rebuilding the desolation caused by the former occupants. God's storehouses across the earth would be full as blessed people would be bringing their tithes and offerings. They would be storehouses approved by God where His name is honored, His laws obeyed, His wisdom sought. Storehouses that would meet the needs of kingdom people if necessary, be there to aid the expansion of kingdom endeavors and manned by ones chosen by God to distribute. The covenant promises, all the beautiful blessings promised by God, could finally be fulfilled. Imagine a society that adhered to the kingdom's spiritual laws, laws that superseded all physical laws. The supernatural abilities Jesus possessed would then be operative in His family today to be truly fruitful, grow in numbers, repossess and renew the earth. What changes would that bring about? What kind of lifestyle would we have? Jesus did some pretty neat things, and remember, He said we would do greater works than He did. This prophecy would be fulfilled, because there are more of us. Where He had but one body when He walked the earth 2,000 years ago, He now has a much bigger body to function through and create a wonderful worldwide change. What does all this have to do with you and me as individuals? Plenty. For starters, we must eat from the knowledge released for this end time by the tree of life so we can mature and fit into the Lord's body. He must come to full stature or be complete in His people to have a worldwide emphasis. This means we must develop a nature that reflects His image, bear fruit as one the God of love lives in, and exercise in our lives daily the gifting and ability His Spirit placed in us to accomplish the miraculous. We must be united in vision, speak one language, and work as one body. Written on our hearts and minds are the laws God wishes His kingdom to adhere to and be directed by. If obeyed, harmony between all creation will be restored, as in the beginning. Wonderful changes! An Adamic, lawless nature stubbornly will not change or submit to kingdom principles, however, so will never really fit into Christ's body. Jesus always did the Father's will, did He not? So, to be His body, it is imperative we be obedient as well. We can see how lawlessness will eventually separate the rebel from God's society and place them with the other rebels. To refuse to change results in a nature that does not fit God's nature, actions that are at odds with God's ways, feelings and senses that are more comfortable in a worldly setting than the kingdom. Lack of change produces spiritually stunted people with mindsets that cannot comprehend knowledge from the tree of life. It is plain to see how truth and kingdom law prepare the earthly scene for the harvest at hand. Those that are not old wineskins, ones that love truth and have accepted the knowledge released for this in time, becoming a loving people that obey the laws written on their hearts. The chosen and faithful ones are being gathered for safety from God's wrath. The rebels, on the other hand, that refuse the change truth brings to the world, the religious hypocrites that ignore His commandments, those that won't hear the warning trumpet, are blindly gathered through their non-conforming attitude. 
through their united love for this world and its pleasures, dislike for God's people and kingdom principles, they set themselves apart from the kingdom of God. They will not see the sickle coming to harvest the earth of the wicked until it is too late. Big decisions, big changes are being offered to the world's people. Hopefully they will come out of the spiritual valley of decision and come running to Zion, God's spiritual holy mountain where they will be renewed, restored, and prepared to be a viable citizen of the new earth and God's kingdom. It will take great changes to overcome this wicked world and its ruler. So in closing, make the right decision. Choose the tree of life and his knowledge. Obey kingdom law. Allow change to prepare you for life in God's kingdom with his government, economy, schools, and culture. His kingdom is eternal, you know. Let him prepare you, change you, to forever be a part. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verses 51 through 54 says, Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised incorruptible. And we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible has put on incorruption, and this mortal has put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. Let us close with one of my most favorite scriptures. Revelations chapter 21, verses 3 through 4. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. God himself will be with them and be their God. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Big change!